kept you waiting, huh? Morning, afternoon, or indeed, good bloody well evening to episode one 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 hundred and eleven of the UK's number one gaming podcast, Crosscast. We are part of the Crossplayers, a team of podcasters dedicated to bringing you all of our gutter opinions on the incredible games we play, the consoles we love, and the universe of news surrounding them all. And to get things started today on this bumper Crosscast. I want to introduce you to the three April Fools I'm going to be chatting with. It's Alex, Lewis, and our guest, Andrew. Hello, everyone. And I am your host, the man with the plan, Dan. So, uh, Lewis, you're back. I'm back. I'm here. What are you drinking? I'm here. What are you doing? Come on. Um, on. I've got water. Tap. Oh, come on. For the avoidance of doubt. Oh, come on. Not like Ben, or even you, Evia, or Volvic, if you want to slum it. This is pure tap. Pure tap. Uh, just as a curious round the table here, who actually enjoys sparkling water? You do, of course. I do. How can I, you be I'm mixed? Always, see, I, I like it, but it's particularly if you're like on a work course or something, because nobody else drinks a bottle of sparkling water, so you always end up with a whole bottle to yourself. It's great. See, this is why you've done well in your career, because you've been that guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, look at him, that maverick, that renegade. He's a professional," and you're there like. Rrr. Vile yeah. stuff. You were like that, Andrew. What's wrong with his face? Yeah, what, what was that about? <laughs> That's just how it looks. <laughs> He's got withdrawal symptoms. He needs he needs sparkling water now. Yes. Yeah. By the same logic, he I'll... sat there eating the wax fruit. That's on the other side of the room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love my soda stream. Ah, that's a good point. Okay. Come on, Andrew. You were like that. You, we'll get to it. What? We, why? Why? I, I, don't, I don't mind it sometimes, but I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't choose it. But if it was in front of me, I would probably drink it. Hmm. That's not good enough answer. Just uh, on a table randomly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would check that it hadn't been open <laughs> first. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you drinking right now? What am I drinking right now? Yeah. Um, I'm nearly at the end of a kind of gin and tonic, Sainsbury gin and tonic, and I have an unopened one ready oh to go. Oh my god! It's doubled up. It's going to be a mad night. I've got a uh, bottle of 7-Up. Ooh, a fancy a bottle, bottle of 7-Up. Fancy bottle of 7-Up from our American pizza slice that we just had before, because it's been a good day. Been a good day. So I thought, you know what? Good. We'll get a pizza in. Alex, I saw your... Uh, is it just diluting juice? Just diluting juice, I... Diluting juice. Fucking <laughs> hell. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, we've got a marmalade pack show for you today, but before we begin, uh, I would like you supporters, uh, please give this podcast a review on the service you're using. Follow us on Twitter, at The Crossplayers, or check out 
thecrossplayers.com for links to all of our content and Discord. Or if you're stark raving mad, hit up patreon.com slash thecrossplayers and contribute as little as £2 to help us produce the show and entry into our batshit crazy WhatsApp group that Andrew loves. Don't you, Andrew? Sorry, are you asking me a question? It's a fucking podcast, mate. You've got to answer. You can't just not. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, you, you, you sounded like you were mumbling. I wasn't quite sure what you asked me. He sounded <laughs> like again. he was mumbling. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's why you need to pay attention, Andrew. No, I'm so sorry. Well, someone's not going to do very well on a quiz later if that's their attention. I know I might just mumble my way through that now. Um, Andrew, what have you been up to, mate? You've been active recently? Have you... Uh... Active in what sense? Like... <laughs> Well, you tell me. <laughs> it's a Thursday night. Come on, us <laughs> girls can talk. Um, no, lots. Of, I mean, lots going on. Uh, lot, uh, yeah, the uh, the book which I've been talking about for about three years is finally printed. Hooray! Um, so that's all. That's all go. And then obviously, work with Lost in Cult uh, is like constantly on the go. Uh, so we've just come back from a couple of game conventions, and we've launched a couple of new projects. We've got another one coming in like four days time five days time so yeah it's just constant constant things to do um thankfully i'm on holiday next week so i can have a break from it uh so i feel like i haven't had a holiday for two years but um yeah it's uh it's good it's uh always busy that's uh, probably how i like it so busy 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 yeah i'm a fan of it as well so uh you, can you give us some inside news later while we're off air about what's coming uh, I'm sure I probably may be able to. Just yeah. don't tell John because he will kill me. That's fine. We won't tell John. John <laughs> likes us. It's okay. Uh, should we go into the news, Alex? Yes, let's. Do you want to? You're not doing your ad libs like last well, time. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't really. But yeah, okay. Are you sure? Do you want to? <laughs> let's do it. the news we've got three new subjects for you this week we've got number one which is the tears of the kingdom preview tears 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 of the kingdom <laughs> i don't know i can't remember tears of the kingdom previews leave people generally impressed is the uh, the new subject on here uh so i'm just having a little look at the news roundup so in nintendo life it says here at nintendo life we are rather excited about a little upcoming game called the Legend of Zelda, Tears, Tears of the Kingdom. You might have heard of it. It seems that after six years of waiting, the run-up to the game's release date has come about rather quickly. And we are now awash with trailers, promotional materials, and as of today, hands-on previews. Uh, and it goes on to start. So Kez McDonald from The Guardian uh, continued this positive reception, commenting on how impressed they were by the new Fuse and Ultra Hand options. Sounds like something that you'd... You'd use Alex their ultra hand uh, ultra hand options and stressing the emphasis that the game puts on fun experimentation. It figures in. Uh, she continues. It wants you to think of things and then immediately be able to try them out without worrying too much about the logistics, removing all the friction between idea and result. Uh, Charles Pulliam Moore on The Verge said, Once you start really using Link's new abilities to interact with the things around him, the monsters, the weapons, the bushes full of bomb flowers. Uh, Tears, Tears, Tears of the Kingdom reveals itself to be a much more technically complex and imaginative game than its predecessor, which is saying something. I'll go through the final point. Uh, so Steve Watts over at GameSpot said, To my surprise, Tears of the Kingdom bridged that gap by presenting open-ended physics-based puzzles, but with solutions that felt so intuitive 
uh, that I still got the satisfaction of finding my own complicated but correct way. Uh, oh, there is one more. Eurogamer, Lottie Lynn. Tears of the Kingdom wants to fill players with a passion for creativity and experimentation in the same way Breath of the Wild urged for exploration. I can easily see myself spending hours constructing the perfect death machine, which will crush enemies without ever having me ever having to unsheath the sword. So, are we excited about this game finally? I know the last trailer kind of got us going a little bit. Alex, you're nodding. You were the probably least enthusiastic out of the uh, the original cross players. So come on, mate. I'm I'm excited for it, but I probably still have reservations. Like, I, I think it's going to be good. I think there's some things in here that make me a wee bit like. A lot of people have commented, and I know Lewis, maybe me and you have disagreed with what mixed means, and um, but quite a few Jason people have commented, Shire. and yeah, well, not just, <laughs> but a lot of people mentioned like the controls are a bit fiddly in terms of this building and the fusion, and well, not so much the fusion, but like the building vehicles and all this nonsense. Like, I don't, that's not what I want from this game. Maybe it will be when I play it. That's what people seem to be suggesting here. So it's maybe like kind of opening my mind a little bit more to it but I just want I wanted a bit more of what what we already had and this feels like yeah it's changing things up a bit but is that going to be for the better or for the worse but when you watch some of the videos and you see some of the random things that people are doing you can see people love being able to do that to build these vehicles and just go and fly above a an enemy camp to just like paraglide into it or to basically fire bombs at them change trying all these different types of arrows or different types of weapons or different things you can do at the enemies. I mean, it seems incredibly creative, but I don't know if I'm creative enough to play it. If you know what, kind of know what I mean. You're a Lego kind of guy, aren't you? You like you like being on rails uh, and just like sorting stuff out in that way, but you don't want to have to think, oh, what would that bomb flower do with X, Y, and Z yeah, with a wheel on it? Basically, yeah. Okay, Lewis, you're a creative chappy. I can't wait to get a random mushroom and stick it on the end of a spike just to see what happens <laughs> when I throw it somewhere. Um, no, I, I get I get the whole uh, people mo- moaning, the mi- mixed reviews, uh, Alex and Jason Schreier saying that uh, the, the controls might be a little bit difficult. Um, like, fair <laughs> enough. Like, it, I remember some horrendous things in Breath of the Wild, like a stupid ball puzzle that you had to twist the oh, Joy-Con around. God, yeah. That was bad. That was bad. But there were, way, there were other ways to kind of get around it. If you could kind of flick the thing up, land a bit on the back, and then you could sort of fanny about with it that way. Um, but no, I've, I've been looking forward to it um, since it was announced, however long ago that was now. I've tra- been trying not to watch stuff so I can go in as unspoiled as possible. Um, but I think it looks really cool. I, you know, I didn't have any issues with, again, back to the controllers, the control. I didn't have any issue with the controls in Metroid Dread. I know people complained about that. Um, again, these are just little obstacles. So I did see, I, I can't remember who it was, I think it was maybe Polygon I'd say, they'd also mentioned the, the control method, or the scheme for um, Ultra Hand or whatever it is. Um, but they did say that they didn't think they had enough time to get used to it. So like, mm. like, with, like with loads of stuff, it might be that over time, I would hope yeah, you would get used to it if it is a bit iffy. But if that's one small part of that game, then you know the rest of it. Everything else is overwhelmingly positive. So yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I don't want to see much else or anything else. Um, it's already on my muted words list on Twitter. Ooh, good idea. Um, I forgot about that. I might do that now. I must 
must remember to do that on the cross players twitter because there's been a couple of times i've been like i thought i muted all this stuff i bought i bought literally uh, <laughs> andrew yeah, so I, sh- I shouldn't be seeing nate's tweets he's what <laughs> every time uh drew so in terms mm. of breath of the wild where that rank on your all-time favorite games I'm sure we've had this conversation before. I've never finished Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I think I've played... I, I did try a couple of years ago to to complete it and then got completely sidetracked, which is what happens with every game that I play apart from like Resident Evil, uh, maybe Last of Us. Um, so I think... But I did get... I probably got like six to eight hours in. Um, maybe. But I liked it. I, I like it. And I like the look of Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, Mark likes it. Mark likes the look of it. So I think that says everything that we need to know about it, to be fair. That's a fair comment, to be fair. Sorry. Are you like the most active, probably like games journalist slash creative that doesn't actually play any games? I mean, or is that me? Probably, still? probably. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a games journalist, to be fair. Do you know what about games. You've written I just, a book. I just, well, huh? I suppose that's an author, not a journalist, Dan. But yeah, yeah. same thing. Same thing. It's fine. I mean, yeah, but at least with the Dreamcast, I have played a lot of Dreamcast games, so that that's fine. But I think I would feel pretty. I, I mean, if I review a game, then I then I tried my best to complete it, but I've I've not been paid by anybody to review Breath of the Wild, so therefore I uh, I kind of drop off a little bit. But no, it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of those games that I will get at some point. Mm. Do, do you think it's going to be necessary for me to finish Breath of the Wild before no. I play it? I I very rarely mm. played any sort of Zelda game before. Um, Breath of the Wild uh, so I think I played Wind Waker and that was it and I never really felt like I needed to play anything else or I never felt the urge to play anything else other than Wind Waker again maybe in Breath of the Wild so you'll be fine okay. you'll be okay cool it's exciting now it's how long is that when's that something. yeah just YouTube it it's like two weeks now two two weeks just over two weeks two weeks tomorrow 12th of May 12th. yeah 12th so we've got We'll get to it in a second, but we've got a game out tomorrow, a relatively high-profile one. In fact, let's talk about that right now. So, roundup: Star Wars Jedi Survivor seriously impresses in early reviews. Uh, Enemy, 10 out of 10. VGC, 5 out of 5. PlayStation Universe, the best console, 9.5 out of 10. Game Informer, 9.3 out of 10. Push Square, 9 out of 10. IGN, 9 out of 10. Games Radar, 9 out of 10. COG Connected? 8.5 out of 10. GameSpot, 8 out of 10. Game Reactor, 8 out of 10. Digital Trends, out 8 out of 10. The Gamer, 7 out of 10. Um, 7 out of 10. It's pretty well, that's, good. That's all I'm going to focus on. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that. That was Jason Schreier, was it? Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but sitting at an impressive 86 at the moment on Metacritic as well. Who's picking this game up day one? Did you go for the I standard? I only caved and ordered it tonight. Yeah, yeah. so um, I did it. I did it on the bus back before. I was like, treat myself. <laughs> have, have you both ordered it physically? Uh, yeah. Yes. Ah, have, you, have you heard that it's like not complete on disc? Well, that's fine. I've got good internet these days. Well, no, that's these yeah, days. that's fine. I just find it weird that that. So basically, only the first like few missions and stuff are actually on the disc. Everything else, you have to download a patch in order to play. So if you don't have the internet for any reason and you buy the physical version, you cannot play the whole game. That's a bit mad. I still think that's a bit crazy. I know that's something that John was especially passionate about, but oh, yeah. even that seems a bit balmy, but there must be a reason for it in terms of... It's because like, it. people it's because people want to get their games out as quickly as possible and they just they go, oh, we'll fix it in a day one patch, it's fine. So yeah, but even It's now, nothing unusual true. now, because like last year, I, mean, like, I remember I ended up complaining to PlayStation about this because it really pissed me off because I had such bad <laughs> internet. But like 
Granted, as came out needing a hundred and it was like there was like three gig on the disc and it needed a ninety gig or something download. I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what is the point? Yeah. So I, I complained and I think I got a month's PS Plus is like to appease me. But like, Ooh. <laughs> did, did you use it? Did you use the month's PS Plus? Yeah, of course I did. To its fullest? Did you play games on the PS Plus? <laughs> Probably. Maybe. No, 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 Alex, you would have 100%. You can't remember. You can only remember. You've truly got some trophies. You'll remember them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I made the most of getting some trophies. That's right. <laughs> it's just accepted. Not that I like to complain or anything, not at all. <coughs> never, never complain. But look, it's super impressive, I think, that the game's um, doing better. I think the IGN review, um, Sam, no, not Sam Claiborne, um, Dan Stapleton said. If they bring out a third, it'll probably be the best trilogy of Star Wars games that have ever been released. And I was like, that's exactly what you want to hear. Um, but I'm, I, I really enjoyed the first one. I know it wasn't everyone's cup of tea. I had a lot of backtracking. Some of the mechanics weren't great. Um, the story is a bit wet. But apart from that, the last third of that game, always talk about it. Not to say spoilers, but there's big characters in it that kind of drive the narrative. And that is super fun plus the combat actually makes sense towards the end as well i think some of the creatures that you're fighting so if they built on that and then it kind of gives you all the powers apparently to begin with in survivor so it doesn't do that thing of a game where it's like right okay now you need to get all your powers back you've lost the force it just goes right we trust you with everything crack on and i love the idea of that as a game so yes yeah, pick it up play it over the weekend long weekend it's one of those it's one of those when you see a review that basically says this takes everything from the first game that people maybe were a bit concerned about and makes it better and builds yeah. on everything that people loved and that's what you want to see and that's what a sequel should do. And I'm just, I, I was going to hold off because I'm a bit like, when am I going to play this? And I just got to that stage and I'm like, no, I just need to play it. Horrible FOMO, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Lewis, you liked the first one. Yep. I did. I played it on the Xbox One uh, well, a little while after it released and I was like, ah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm that fussed about cheese or whatever and i was like this is fine this is good i'm really enjoying this and then i got to a point where i think they were in the spaceship for the first time and it was like there was some horrendous gale like blowing through the ship because cal kestis's cloak was like, <laughs> like kind of flapping away the back. I was like even then i was like it's fine i don't, I don't care it was a poncho um, get it right it was a poncho his poncho was just going apeshit but no i think um I kind of really, really, really liked it. Like, um, I've started playing it again a couple of times, but I've never completed it, other than the first time. But I'm not getting it day one, because I, I won't be able to give it the time it needs, because I know Zelda's coming out, so it'll just be once I've done with Tears of the Kingdom, I'll get Survivor. But yeah, it looks really good. It's another one I've not watched that much of, because I want to go in fresh. Freshly sluiced. Freshly sluiced. Andrew, one for you. I, I will want to play it at some point. Um, mm. It will come as no surprise to anybody that I haven't finished um, the oh. first game yet. Um, but I have played some of it because that is my way. I play some of every game, just don't finish it. Um, I do want to, though. And I, I, I mean, I really like it because it's by the same people who made Titanfall, right? It's Respawn. Yeah. So, it, 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 I mean, I absolutely adore Respawn, uh, Titanfall. Um, and what I played of, of the first one was great. 
but again, just it's one of those where I played it for a bit and then just dropped off because I had too much else to do. This is the this is my problem with games is that I, I like a lot of games. I will play them. I'll play them for a bit and then work will get really busy. And by the time I get time to come back round to it, there is another game that I want to play. So then the cycle repeats. Um, at some point, I maybe I just need to quit work and then just like play all the games that I have. Maybe that's what I have to do. I don't know. I think that do you... sounds like a great idea. Yeah, that's exactly what we should all do. I think. Yeah. So we've all got a similar conundrum. Andrew, do you think if all games had a countdown timer, like a thirty-second <laughs> countdown timer, and you had to like progress a little and go through another gate, <laughs> and then that would like bump on twenty seconds, kind of like all Sega's games, right. that would make uh, want to play it a bit more? I mean, I'm, maybe I'm I'm trying to imagine the games that I play with that now, like The Last of Us, like you're going through a really horrifically <laughs> emotional scene and they're like, quick, we need to go somewhere. We've got 30 seconds. <laughs> and Andrew, can you explain why there's uh, sideways petrol cans in your background as well? Just while we're... Why there's sideways what? Petrol cans in the background because they just look like petrol cans. That? No, all the things on the shelves, what are they? Sideways oh, petrol please. cans. Yeah, yeah. They are, uh, they are my they are my binders full of many many movies. Full of, full of women. Shows. Who said that? Was that Trump? Oh no, was it, who was it? Binders full of women. I'm sure that was a quote. Anyway, I've just quoted Trump. Um, <laughs> Is that just a quote that you've made? Up? Is that your quote? Binders full of women. There we go. I'm going to get cancelled for that one. Microsoft vows to appeal as the UK regulator blocks its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. CMA, who apparently Alex said you know got no power in the UK says, allowing Microsoft to take a strong position in cloud gaming would undermine innovation. Uh, the UK's Competition and Markets Authority has announced it's preventing Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard over concerns the deal would alter the future of the fast-growing cloud gaming market. In its statement, CMA said that Microsoft failed to effectively address the concerns in the cloud gaming sector. Uh, reacting to the CMA's decision, uh, Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith uh, we remain fully committed to this acquisition and will appeal. The CMA's decision rejects a pragmatic path to address competition concerns and discourages technology innovation and investment in the United Kingdom. We have already signed contracts to make Activision Blizzard's popular games available on 150 million more devices and we remain committed to reinforcing these agreements through regulatory remedies. We are especially disappointed that after lengthy deliberations, this decision appears to reflect a flawed understanding of this market and the way the relevant cloud technology actually works. Alex, it's going to drag on even further, mate. Get me? Yeah. Yeah, can you be bothered like, with this? I, 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 I'm, I'm so fed up with this whole thing. Is if anybody listened to Explorers at the weekend, you, you'll probably understand I'm very fed up with this whole situation. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just getting ridiculous now. And the the whole rhetoric of it, there's so much vitriol in some of the things that's coming out now. Like it's, I mean, when you look at what was it Microsoft said to do, this is the darkest day in the forty or the four decades that they've operated in the UK and all this shit and you're just like come on just sack it, it. on with so the games like yeah i like, love it when it gets to the point so like every single part of like any sort of professional environment it's like really everyone's got to hide their emotion be really sensible as soon as lawyers are involved the wording that they put into things like this is the darkest day <laughs> hold on what about all of the negative things that have happened in the states in the last 40 years like surely those things are a darker day than you guys getting something blocked, albeit probably temporarily. It's just a bit silly, isn't it? 
I mean, it's, you yep. can see exactly what they're doing, though. Like all, all the wording, all the narrative they're putting around is just to put pressure on the government to step in and say, right, we we can't. And then being the UK government and this whole economy in our country is a bit of a laughing stock, as it is at the minute. So this definitely isn't helping that because it's just putting so much of a spotlight on it. Whether they're right or wrong, I mean, I'm not here. I can't comment on whether this presents a competition issue in the cloud gaming market. Do I think the cloud gaming market in 10 years is going to be that huge that it's going to matter? Probably not. So um, CMA did but, clarify some of the comments on this as well. So the regulator said the number of monthly active users for cloud gaming in the UK has more than tripled between the start of 2021 and 2022, with the sector forecast to be 1 billion by 2026 and up to 11 billion globally, they said. Microsoft already accounts for an estimated 60-70% of global cloud gaming services and has other important strengths in cloud gaming from owning Xbox, the leading PC operating system in Windows, and a global cloud computing infrastructure in Azure, and uh, also obviously Xbox cloud gaming. So they've got a point. I think what I kind of reported back into the group the other day was they blocked uh, Meta, or Facebook, whatever you want to call them, from purchasing Giphy. I know they purchased them anyway and they're now now having to sell them after purchasing them, you know, within a couple of months. So there is a precedent for them making a decision and sticking by it. It's just whether or not their Microsoft are able to evidence, you know, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z to make sure that this is a more accessible infrastructure. But be interesting. Uh, Andrew, so the Xbox was a game console that came out roughly two years ago. Right. So i don't know I don't know if you're up on current affairs or whether or not you're still <laughs> Xbox. Um, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I actually, I finally bought an Xbox Series X, and I've probably Ooh. played it three times so far. Um, but, <laughs> but twice um, more than me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, no, but I, I think that Xbox uh, wanting to buy Activision in the first place was a really stupid move because it's i don't know it's like you just at this point people are just trying to buy their way into market dominance mm. and playstation does it too but playstation does it in a much more um chilled out way they buy smaller companies and go oh we'll buy this i mean bungie was a fairly big buy uh but also bungie makes one game at the moment whereas activision it has a suite of studios makes one of the biggest games in the entire world um as much as i loathe it it's still one of the biggest games um so they basically went oh let's buy the biggest game company that we possibly can that will help because xbox and i'm talking to some of these on the x players here because xbox has no <laughs> games um which unfortunately is 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 incredibly true when you compare it to the platforms it's it's level of exclusives is incredibly low uh, it does have them, just for incredibly low. So they're just trying to buy them at this point, um, which I get is fine. But also, yeah, the the I think the competition is just going to be unfair at that point, especially if, like everybody assumes, that they end up um, making Call of Duty exclusive to their own platforms. They can cry all they want and say, oh, no, we're going to bring it to Switch. We're going to bring it to PlayStation. They probably will for a little bit, but they, they're not going to they're, they're not gonna keep it forever. You just have to look at what they did with Bethesda and how they've taken all of their stuff um, on their own platform. So I'm quite glad that somebody in the UK has kind of stood up to it. I mean, it's almost like a last resort at this point, right? It's just some random UK company who's gone, no, no, maybe not. Um, so I hope it sticks and I and I hope Xbox don't get that, uh, that merger and they just have to leave it. And then maybe, maybe get their other studios to make some games, maybe? 
Uh, they, they could try. They've got enough of them. I think everything seems to be coming at once with Microsoft, and I think it'll be... Seems like Starfield's probably going to be the first domino to fall. And Alex, you said, I remember this back on the fancy picks, that there's seven or eight exclusives this year that are probably going to be relatively big and, and score relatively well. So, I mean, look, from from my side, I'm, I've got no problem with fair competition. I think it's the CMA's right to be able to block something like this for the right of cloud gaming and cloud infrastructure. That's fine. I'm also relatively okay with the fact that Microsoft want to buy um, a massive it's nothing new I don't see why we have to limit one field of entertainment when you've got Disney pretty much buying absolutely everything else in television you've got Netflix doing the same you know you've got Amazon Prime purchasing IP that's been around for 70, 80, 90 years in, in things like Lord of the Rings so to, to limit it in gaming I actually think good stuff does come out of it I think the acquisitions that PlayStation have done a lot of the development studios there, they're free of crunch. You know, they're free of the uh, the perils of the thing of, of the sorry of the uh, of the industry, especially when it's it's coming to development. They're able to create in a way that probably they couldn't have done on their own dime. So, yeah, I'm I'm on the fence over it. I'm gonna come to the ultimate pragmatist in Lewis. Lewis, do you care? Hi. Do you care, mate? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Furious, BBC News, furious Microsoft boss says confidence in UK severely shaken. Join the club. Microsoft <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, after the, after their response to the whole thing, they can get fucked pretty much, to be honest. The, the, the way they responded to that is just oh, no, the I think they're just saying how we feel, to be fair. Well, no, but did you did you read the entire thing? Like, so uh, Toad, Toad's anime, Toad Ryan Brown... On uh, on Twitter, he put the statement on, and he said what everybody thought, which was just that they're just absolute. Like the way that they talked about, like oh, um, they talked about people in the UK, um, and how like oh, the people in the UK are going through some really terrible stuff right now. It's like, yeah, and you not you not being able to buy Activision is not one of the terrible things that we're going through. <laughs> like, fuck off. It's always they're, not getting, they're, they're stopping them from getting Call of Duty on Game Pass. <laughs> But they, they were they were equating that with people not being able to pay for food and bills. It's like just just well, fuck off. You know that's, what that's I mean. all I can say. They're quite similar. It's good he's got a job now that neighbours has finished. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but it's oh, coming back. It, it is, is it? Yeah. Freebie. Amazon revived it. Mm. Wow. Okay. Oh, God. Well, look, it's going to be interesting. I think you know, in terms of what happens over the next six to eight weeks um i i they're going to be longer than that i mean they're saying an appeal is up to nine months if in a quick turnaround it's like roz from uh, monsters inc is the person doing the form for microsoft and just go no <laughs> just rejecting <laughs> them again uh they're all spitting feathers but remember we had the same drama with playstation when they thought they weren't going to get call of duty they were equally as dramatic in the in the market um, and I think the only people that were actually relatively sensible with Nintendo didn't really care either way. So they were just like, oh, we've released a press statement. We might be getting Call of Duty, although we haven't paid for anything. Who is going to want to play Call of Duty on Switch, I ask you? And and Because uh, that's not going to run well. Right. The, CMA, the CMA have said it's not possible to put Call of Duty on Switch. because un- Unless it's a cloud version. Unless it's a cloud version. Yeah, but even so. then, it's funny that the CMA are like sensible about this going, it's not fucking going to happen. So like, mm. we're blocking it. But it will happen. Uh, so that's the news. It probably will happen. 
It could be, it could, well, you know what? It probably have to if this is anything to go by. So they're probably going to have to evidence to build a bit running. Oh, that's going to be, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that. It'd be so fucking boring and dramatic. Uh, should we move on to something less boring and dramatic uh, and talk about games that we picked up and played? Yeah. Yeah? Of course. Bit of enthusiasm, come on. Do it. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Lewis, what have you got? Uh, in my hand? Well... I'm looking at something on my phone. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll pay attention. Okay, I'm not <laughs> telling people off. I'm just, you know, I appreciate <laughs> my tones Andrew, a bit. Give Andrew a row earlier. Alex, it's you next. I'm, not, I'm up uh, last. That's not too hard. It's easy with Alex, isn't it? Alex! Uh, well, I was going to say Lewis. In fact, yeah, fuck it, Lewis. Come on, what have you picked up? Hi, uh, I oh, have picked up... Uh, uh, hi. Uh, hi, all. Hi. Um... Hi, I've. Uh, I said hi, Alex Andrew. Oh, hi! Come on, guys. Hello. Rude. Um, oh, I've picked up a, a Nintendo Switch OLED Zelda edition, which is due Ooh. to come tomorrow. Indeed. So yeah, that's why I've I've been rocking the OG since uh, since launch year at least. So yeah. Looking, looking forward to getting that on my, my hands on that tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. I'm going out tomorrow night, but uh, Saturday. That's what I've got. I'm excited to see it. So that's the Zelda yep. Zelda edition. The Zelda one, yeah. Mm-hmm. You picking up any other Zelda bits? I'm not. I've decided that uh, I'm tatted out. I got enough. I don't need uh, at the moment. I'm happy with what I've got. You're sensible, you. I'm content. I'm content. Yeah, you are sensible. Probably so out of all of us, you're the most sensible. That's saying something. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not getting the Amiibo. I'm not getting the collector collector's edition. I'm just going for the bog standard game when it comes out. Nothing else. Nothing. I do have this. Um, <laughs> for people who are watching the, the video version. Uh, it's a thing that you can scrape across like a carpet or a sofa and it takes oh. out hair really well. It works. Does it? Okay. So well if you have animals. I want one of those because we have to use the um, sticky ones and the sticky ones run out and they're bad for the environment. And Yeah, they're good for like clothes. But this is like, if I have to scrape it on this sofa just here, it's not going to work. I've done it another day. It's nice and clean. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's the best thing I've picked up so far. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like I like sensible things like that. But uh, Andrew, have you picked up anything, Hello. mate? Have you picked up anything? I mean, quite a lot. Um, so, 3DS and Wii U stores went down. I'm so, in. Yeah. so <laughs> I um, I decided that uh, I I'd bought most of the things I wanted on the Wii U. I think I bought one thing on the Wii U. I think it was Pull Blocks World that I bought on the Wii U before the store went down. Um, but the 3DS, I realised there was a ton of digital games that were just never gonna. They're never been on uh, physical, mostly RPGs. So I bought probably about ten uh, oh, 3DS yes. RPGs. Some were on sale, some were not. 
Um, the the weirdest one I had to buy, I was hoping to hold off on buying Fantasy Life because it's physical. Um, however, the annoying thing was that there is a piece of DLC which expands the game dramatically, um, and you can only buy it if you have the game, because the way that the 3DS DLC works, you have to be inside the game to buy the DLC. Like Tron. So therefore, it was the day before the store was coming down, did not have time to buy the physical game, had to buy the, phys- had to buy the digital game, and then bought the DLC. The DLC was two blocks. It wasn't even a big... It was really? obviously just built into the game and they just given two blocks to unlock it. So... For, but for I, people who don't don't know what that is, that's like memory. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yes. For, non, um, for non-3DS, 2DS XL exactly. people. Yeah. So I have a lot Sweet. of things now. A lot of Atlas games especially because there's plenty of those uh, RPGs on there. Uh, yeah. So that... Um, I also bought Resident Evil 4 Remake mm-hmm. um, and have played precisely an hour and a half of that. That's a long um, time. It is a long it's time. It's double, double my usual. Um, I do need to complete that because I'm a Resident Evil fan, so that will come back again at some point. Um, but other than that, I've been buying Playdate games as well because uh, I got a Playdate. Uh, and of course, it comes with games that come out every week. Uh, however, it also now has a store called Catalog. So I bought a few games on Catalog, uh, which I bought Grand Tour Legends, which if you haven't seen it, is basically a, like a cycling game. Uh, so you're cycling uh, around a track, um, but you use the crank to kind of cycle. So the more you crank, the faster you cycle, but you'll lose energy and you regain, regain energy when you're kind of coasting down a hill. So you have to kind of crank at the right time so you don't run out of energy and people pass you. Hmm. Um, but the best thing about that game is that the viewpoint is that you're looking right at the backside of the of the rider and their little bums wiggling up and down <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you're cycling. It's hilarious. Um, and uh, also bought Skew, which was uh, Jörg Tittel's... Um, Playdate game made by Frederick Reynal, who who made um, uh, Alone in the Dark, so which is also pretty good. So yeah, those are pretty much my my pickups. Lewis got a question. Hi Lewis. Hi, uh, hi again, me. Uh, have you played hi. the Celeste? Hi Alex. Have you played the Celeste? Hi. Question for you, Andrew. Uh, the Celeste. Hi, hi then. Uh, hi Alex. Uh, uh, Andrew. Sorry, it's confusing. So many people. Um, have you played the Celeste game? The Celeste, like Pico game that's in within Celeste, is also available on Playdate, isn't it? It is, yes. So it's Pico Eight. They converted it to um, Playdate. I have it right here. I have not played very much of it. I don't know how well you can see that on the screen. Okay, yeah. And see your webcam. <laughs> yeah, reflected in it. It's, yeah. it's a highly reflective screen. Are you using a Game is... Boy camera as a webcam? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a really weird webcam, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so yeah, I have played a little bit. It is incredibly hard, but Celeste is a hard game, and then you're making it hard mm. by the fact that there's no color and it's on a smaller screen and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but it's it's good. It's a really good port. I'm very impressed by it. So yeah, just sheer curiosity. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. You are Thanks, you Lewis. are welcome. First time caller, long time listener, uh, Lewis Wilson there. Uh, Alex, uh, you picked up a game that you've already partly spoken about, but technically you won't have it yet, so it's not really a pick up. But what have you picked? What have you picked up? I think, I think, other than that, the only thing I picked up in the PlayStation had a, I can't remember what they called it. It was like the gold sale or something on VR games. So I picked up Fantavision Twenty Two Twenty Two X. Is it? I don't know. I looked. Doing really well. But I picked that up. Have, 
It's it's two o two X, but I don't know whether it's like twenty two X. Nobody really cares. Nobody It was one I was going to pick up at launch, but it went half price in sales. I picked that up. Um, I think that's it. I've been I've been for all I went a wee bit through my midlife crisis and a wee bit off the rails. I've kind of reined it all back in and a wee bit back to normality. Boring now, though, isn't it? Boring. Nice. Okay. Cool. Thank you for that. Uh, You're told to stop spending money. Is what's happened. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's without one liver, kidney. Shit. You can only got one liver. <laughs> oh, can't do that. Uh, I picked up Fuck All. I'm not going to say I picked up Jedi Survivor because it's not out yet, and I'm picking it up tomorrow, so it doesn't really count, Alex. Uh, so you can see it next week. Yeah, I can. I'll use it next week. Now that you've said that, I'm going to leave my note in. Uh, I have been playing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Metal Gear Solid Five on the Steam Deck. Ooh, yeah. come on, everyone! Ooh. Ooh, which holds up fantastically well. That is a gorgeous game. So much fun to play. The story is non-existent, completely batshit. Kojima smoking meth. I've no idea, but in terms of the actual gameplay and the mechanics within it, so much fun, so clever, such an intelligent game. Um, and just playing Manita as you touch down in a helicopter is still one of the all-time greatest gaming moments of all time. So, yeah, brilliant. Definitely recommend it. Runs brilliantly well on the Steam Deck as well. If you haven't played it, um, have you guys have played Metal Gear Solid Five? I've got it on PS Plus, but I've never, I've never played it. Yeah, I've never I've played any Metal Gear Solid games. Not even the first one. Me neither. Never, oh my god! What is wrong with you? So I was a Nintendo guy. Wow. I never had, I never had on PlayStation. I had it. Come on, Andrew, help me out. Have you played five? I I, I have, but unfortunately, it's one of those games I played forty-five minutes of. I'm very <sighs> sorry. Come on, Andrew. Come on. Like At least I've played it. I get the general gist. It's fine. You get me. <laughs> I could talk about it. Uh, also, Lewis, go on. What we say? Mm, bit of a delay there. I said you've watched, you've watched the opening cinematics. Was oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is literally Actually, the opening cinematic isn't that bad for five, if I remember rightly. No, it's it's like an opening gameplay segment. You have to play a little bit of it. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. So it's actually quite movie like i think the way that he's done it cinema yeah. cinematography oh, gosh. uh i'm now at level 4000 on marvel snap uh it is <laughs> ghosts back again it is uh it, it is a problem it's a real problem um <laughs> <laughs> how much money have you spent on marvel snap i'm, I'm guessing you have to spend money on it oh really oh that's a great question actually. it's about 30 quid i think i've spent in total so it's hot, free to play pounds. right yeah 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 but the season pass is a tenner so it's like Fortnite or anything you buy a season pass okay. so it's not terrible that's um, all right. the season pass is similar to like Rocket League you know where you can just you can get freebies anyway every month yeah. but so it's not it's not a FIFA 16 situation no, no it's not it's not okay, gone good. yeah <laughs> oh dear yeah I remember that debt that was fun um, that Barkley card will not forgive me so yeah <laughs> but the 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 benefit I think of Marvel Snap at the moment, like the meta is just completely all over the shop, so it just means your your win rate's probably like fifty percent. It's entirely down to when you do and don't snap in the game, which I think is when Marvel Snap's at its best, when it's completely uh completely random and there's some sort of, the skill is whether or not you're willing to gamble. It's like a hand in poker, more so than there's a meta going around that everyone's using and if you use Galacticus in a certain way with 
uh, this character and you've got Wolverine. Like, it's just it, none of that's happening. There's certain segments that are still very popular, but the cards have been balanced really well. Um, and that is down to the developer constantly pushing updates to it, making sure they're listening to, to player feedback. So it's as fun as ever. I'm enjoying it. And I still play it a lot when I'm on the bus. So Sounds lovely. None of what you said made any sense to me, but you're having fun. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Thank you, mum. Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. Uh, Lewis, you've been playing a Hi. game I wouldn't really expect you to play. No, me either. So, uh, Dan uh, knows the game because I wrote it on the shorts. Well, peep behind the curtain. Uh, I've been playing Doom Eternal um, mm. just because mm. I fancied it. Um, ooh, 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 keep um, keep up. I didn't. Um, I didn't like Doom 2016, 2018, whatever the, the sort of reboot of Doom. Couldn't really get on with it, and I heard that Doom Eternal was Doom twenty sixteen, but turned up to eleven. And I was like, I don't know. If I, I found that Doom a bit, a bit much. Didn't know what was going on. Very confusing. Loud noises. Lots of scary things. I didn't like it. Found it trouble to progress. But this, for some reason, I'm just like, this is amazing. This is so much fun. I could quite easily go and change all these goblins to to pieces all day it's it's really really addictive such a fun kind of gameplay loop there's a story which i'm surprised at um yeah just just enjoying shooting baddies i played a, played a few hours of it it is just fun it's just a fun game there's so so much about it and uh what what are you playing it on a ps5 Okay, so you're getting that gorgeous 60 FPS with it as well. So it's slick, buttery yeah, I smooth. Think 60 with, yeah, with ray tracing, I think. I think. Ooh. Might yeah. be wrong. No, not that I notice. I'm too busy going, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> ray tracing. <laughs> look at that puddle. It's like, oh, look at, look at the water. She flies off that puddle of blood. Yeah, it's not anything that, I'm, that I notice. Uh, but it's there. It is. And the, uh, the soundtrack to it? Uh, yeah, I mean it's like it's enough to keep you going. Like it's it keeps you keeps the keeps the blood blood pumping. Uh, I can't think of any songs because again you're too busy like shitting yourself and uh, running away and um, yeah, trying not to die. But yeah, from when it kind of kicks in, it sounds good. But then everything just blurs and just fades into the background. Yeah, I remember playing like <laughs> playing it and thinking. This Doom guy is meant to be this big, burly kind of, yeah, let's let's kick some alien butt. But if you were like just doing a top-down view of what the character does, he's just constantly fucking running away from people. Like, finding pockets of space and like, running like an alien. Uh, yeah. It is a good game. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see how you, you find the rest of it. And the story is actually, yeah. it kicks in quite well. I remember right. It's a fun game. I was just surprised that it had. It wasn't just, mm. you just got chucked straight into... Like a level. I'm surprised. Oh, it makes me want to like go back to my youth and play Quake Two and all mm. those old kind of games. Which what was the the cheat code for that? Like, no clip where you could just fly through the walls and like it's <laughs> just absolutely barmy shit. Loved it. Yeah, remember the the the, the original Quake? There's a code that was just a load of cues, and I think that opened up like level select or something like that. But yeah, yeah, cool. I think you get cheats on this as well i think there's okay. an option to add in cheats and it says um if you play with cheats on 
it won't hinder your progress. So you can still progress with whatever like, paintball mode or whatever cheats are there. Or like, yeah, decent. There you go. Crack the cheats up. Uh, Alex, uh, it says on here a wee bit of something. A wee bit of Benny Fox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I haven't had a lot of time again this week to play very much because work and stuff's been really busy again. Like as Andrew was saying earlier, like work sucks. Quit play games yeah. ideal um but i did manage to play about and that, i mean when i say a wee bit i think probably the first 30 40 minutes of benedict fox because it only released on game pass about 6 p.m um okay. tonight tonight I did it. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah um so i had to be shot at that and i'm really first impressions are really good i had played this at egx last year um so i liked what i played at egx so i wasn't like, kind of i knew it was coming to a certain extent um but it looks really good i think they polished it a bit more um it just seems really interesting like a good kind of mix of that investigative game and the metroidvania like the style of it's really cool but the, the actual graphics are really good um and i think i'll have a lot more to say about it next week but the first kind of 30 40 minutes yeah i think this is going to live up to the expectation rather than because it's a bit like one i was really looking forward to and i hoped it would deliver and I think it will. So fingers crossed. Cool. Yeah, I played it as well at EGX. I can't remember that much of it, but I do remember enjoying it. Hmm. Yeah, I remember you coming off the stand because it was where I was playing Pez or something stupid or FIFA or whatever it was, and then you guys were playing a legitimate game, which to be fair is like pretty much every evening for us. So, well, I suppose uh, one thing probably just to mention, just because this is right at the beginning. Um, quite good accessibility options for like different types of players who enjoy different games because there is like puzzle elements metroidvania elements kind of combat and invest so it'll let you like say for each type of game like what you like and what you don't like so if you don't like to get lost in a metroidvania it'll give you a much more detailed map tell you where you are tell you where to go things like that if you're not too bothered about solving the puzzles it'll give you an auto solve option if you want to turn that on if the combat you're not really bothered about, it'll give you like a one hit kill mode to kill things, or it'll okay. you can or it'll obviously go the other way. It's, it gives you like that scale at the beginning to pick for each type of game what you want to play, which I thought was quite good. Rather than just kind of have an overall like like easy hard, super hard or whatever you want to call it. Um, it does split it that... into the type of game. Oh, that's good. Does it have the option to add a timer countdown timer at the top? <laughs> Andrew. <could be> <laughs> Or a crank. Or a crank, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, synonymous with the timer and crank. Andrew, what have you been playing, mate? Um, so as I mentioned, off. a bit of Resident Evil 4 remake, uh, which is very good. Um, some Playdate stuff. I do also have an Oculus Quest 2 now, which is uh, which is great. Uh, so I've played... I have I have bought The Last Worker, but I've yet to play it. Uh, sorry, Jörg. Um, uh, but I have played The Climb, which is an incredible game. Uh, I'm in horribly scared of heights um, in real life, but playing that is quite freeing because I'm able to climb really high things and I'm not fussed because I know it's not real. Um, so it's really good fun. Um, so I like that. Um, just sat up at like 11 and like just, just screaming. Ah! <laughs> I love seeing those those videos of like uh, like mums and dads playing VR and they think everything's real in it. Yeah, and they're like yeah, going mad. Over. It's, yeah, yeah it's it. hilarious. Um, I managed to hook it up to the PC as well, so I played Half-Life Alex for the first time. Oh, cool. Okay. So, 
that was very very good i was really impressed with that as everybody is when they play it it's really is really there, excellent is that coming to psvr2 has that been confirmed yet or is it still quiet no that has mm. to come to there stupid if they don't yeah fingers mm. crossed it will do um but valve's own little you know how all these um uh, these uh, VR systems have their own little like way of introducing you to VR and stuff. And the Valve one is great because it's loads of little worlds that you can go around and do different things in. I can't what they call. I think it's like the hub or something. And that's really cool. So I've been playing a bit of that. Other than that, it's um, like I said, I've been I've gone to a couple of game conventions recently, so I've played some games there. Um, so OLL in Norwich, there was a lot of indie games there. So I played um, something called Harley Quest, which is something that's on Kickstarter at the moment for the Dreamcast, uh, obviously, oh, right. uh, since I like Dreamcast stuff. So that's pretty cool. A 3D Dreamcast game that somebody's developing, which is pretty cool. Um, cool. Also, I got to see... Uh, something called Lotech's Light Book, I believe that's what it's called. Uh, if you if you know of Lotech games, they make things like Tapeworm and Flea. I don't know if you've ever heard of those, um, but it's quite, he's quite so. It's Alistair Lowe. He's a big indie developer, and he's made this thing called the Light Book, which is like a pop up book, and there's a projector that projects stuff onto it, so that you open the pop up book and uh, you come with a little character who can hop around the pop up book uh and also you can color in the pop-up book so it's great for kids so you can like there's a castle so you can color in the sky and the bushes and the castle and then play on it um right, and okay. just the the stuff that you can do with that is incredible uh that what he's doing with that is really awesome so i'm excited to see how that pans out because it's still in development um other than that i managed to play a bit of uh, dead island 2 at one of the conventions okay which looks really good, and yeah. I really want to play it. It's got not amazing reviews, but it's got decent reviews, so I will have to get that at some point. Seems like a little um, bit of a Far Cry kind of brain-dead, finish work, throw it on yeah. kind of game, which I like the idea of as well. Yeah, it's less open world than Far Cry, though. I think it's little hubs, hmm. but like from what I played, it's just, just hacking the arms and heads off zombies um, and it being incredibly gory and fun uh yeah that's that's all you want really isn't it you want something something where you've had a bad day and you can just hack zombies to bits rather than punch your colleague in the face so uh, it's one of those games or your partner or your partner, uh, or your partner. i mean yeah let's not go there <laughs> <laughs> uh they love a dig uh that was a joke so next guys now that we've talked about pick and play well done that was cool pat yourselves on the back well done now See, that's how authoritative I am. Might not be a lesson to you. Andrew, mm. are you ready for The Vault? Open up the vault. The vault. Welcome back to another episode of The Vault, where we put our guest games to the ultimate test. That's right, Dan. Our guests are in for a real challenge as they pitch their favourite games to us. But here's the catch, according to the AI. Only one game can make it into the coveted TCP vault, while the other gets sadly gets tossed into the dreaded bin. It's like gaming survival of the fittest, Alex. Our guest will have to bring his A game and convince us why his pick deserves a spot in the exclusive vault. And we don't go easy on them. We'll be grilling our guests with tough questions, all with our signature cross-players charm. Wunderbar. So, let's get ready to rumble and see which games rise to the top in, all at once. The Vault. The Vault. The Vault. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. 
<laughs> Hello. Uh, so we've asked you to pick two games. You have two games. We're only going to yeah. pick one. One's going to go in the bin. Okay. The uh, the bin that I picked the name of for Lewis because we laugh about bins and we used to have a bin chat segment, which you'll probably lovingly okay. remember. So two games. So only one of which is going to go in the vault. One's going to go in the bin. Then we want a film of choice, a snack of choice, a drink of choice, and a wild card, which can be absolutely fucking anything that you want to put in the vault. They're going in the vault anyway. However, okay. I want game number one from you, please, sir. Game number one. So, I mean, I've, I've already been on um, a long time ago uh, Desert Island cartridges and got Resident Evil in there. So I feel that's safe. Mm. We're safe with Resident Evil. We're good. So I'm trying something different this time. I'm going in a different direction. And my first choice is Shenmue. Oh. <laughs> Instant rejection from Lewis. Okay, so that's game one. So now, yep. what is game two, please? Uh, game two is very different. Begins with the same letter, uh, but it is Silent Hill 2. Oh my God, a bit different. There we go, just a bit. Okay, so yep. we've got Shenmue and we've got Silent Hill 2. So everything that you say now has got to rhyme. Uh, so game number one you're going to get two to three minutes to justify why you think this game deserves to go into the vault and deep breath please yeah there we go okay don't make the audio at all for the listeners at home go okay (laughs) thanks that um so yeah Shenmue is uh, actually a pivotal game in video games history it is a first for so many things it is one of the first open world games it introduced uh qt's quick time events two games at large uh it was yu suzuki's first major console game and it brought uh basically an arcade legend to the console space uh it made uh, the, the dreamcast which was already an amazing console basically even better by being on it uh, it was just such an amazing um, game that means a lot to the people who played it back then. And also now it's an RPG, but it, uh, it it deals with things that are in the real world. It's a real world, real setting, uh, a real place in Japan in the 80s uh, with the real weather, all that kind of stuff. You get people who have their own uh, day-to-day stuff that you can go and talk to, find them at certain places at certain times of day, has an awesome combat system, a really great story. Maybe it's a little bit clunky uh, these days, but it, it, it was the first or one of the first to do so many things in video games that I think it is well-deserving of being in the vault because it is such a classic and other games kind of owe it a debt of gratitude, I think, even if people today don't particularly uh get its charms um but i do uh i think many people do it is bloody brilliant i don't know how much time i've got left i could no, probably run on for a while no, longer okay i think it just just hit two and a half minutes so that's quite good okay okay very spirited response there in uh, favor of shenmue and now you've got to battle your second favorite child evidently uh silent mm-hmm. hill 2 you've got three minutes sir go for it okay uh i wasn't sure whether to put two or one in here one is an amazing game um you should play it uh but two is the pinnacle of the silent hill series i believe it is is it's what horror should be it is a story about a guy who's lost his wife 
um, and finds a letter from her. She's dead, but she's written him a letter um, and uh, decides to go to the place that she, she he suggests that she go. She suggests he goes to because why wouldn't you um, to find out what's going on uh, and finds himself in a whole lot of trouble. Uh, manifestations of his grief and his uh, his uh, things he's done uh, manifest themselves as uh, Silent Hill's enemies, and he comes across a lot of very unsavory characters who've also done very bad things who are also battling Silent Hill and their own psyches. It is just such an incredibly put together game. Uh, the graphics for the time are fantastic. The swirling fog, uh, the music is on another level. Akira Yamioka is one of the greatest video com- game composers ever to live. I don't care what anybody says. He's amazing. I've seen him live. Incredible. Um, and it's just a, a breathtaking uh, journey through uh, a horrific town that nobody wants to be in. But you should definitely take the journey because it's worth it. Nice way to finish. Now, this is going to be the fun part. So we now need to decide which of these games is going to go in the vault and which one's going to go in the bin. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to ask a couple of questions. So obviously two very different games that you picked here, Andrew. No Resident Evil. Uh, Obviously, you've already said that's on the the desert island, so we don't don't have to bring that here. So which one of these games do you play first? Which one did, did I play first? Did you play first? Uh, I would have played Shenmue first because it came out first. Okay, so Shenmue came out first. And in terms of that kind of first experience, obviously Dreamcast was, let's say, important for you. I think that's probably fair to say. A little bit, yeah. Uh, Would you say this is the best Dreamcast game? Um... I mean, it comes the top of nearly every list. Whenever you, whenever anybody does a top dream, I didn't, ask, I didn't ask for a list. Ask for your opinion. Is this the sure, best? Sure, sure, yeah. But I and I and I would generally vote it. If I'm voting in a in a list, it will generally be up, up there with other games. I think it's probably it changes sometimes, but by and large, that is my favorite Dreamcast game for sure. It's not the game that got me into the Dreamcast, but it's the one that showed me what an amazing system it was. Hmm. So okay. Alex Lewis, any questions on the Shenmue? Um, did you finish it? Yes. Um, <laughs> I haven't finished oh. the I haven't finished the remaster yet. I I would like to at some point. I just have the time these days. But yes, I did finish it, uh, and I very much enjoyed it. Obviously. Hmm. How long did you spend in game moving pallets? On the, on the little fork, tru- uh, fork truck, forklift truck. Um, yeah. Uh, as as long as was required by the game, <laughs> and not much longer. Because <laughs> my I, I I played it. My mate had a Dreamcast, mm. and he was like, "Oh, play, oh, play shit, move!" And I just remember watching him going, "What the fuck is he doing? Just, <laughs> moving pallets." And I was like, I was like what, "What do you need to do?" He goes, "I need to fill my quota." I mean, yeah, you, you, you get a little job and you have to do it, but then you also get to do forklift races. So, you know, it's swings and roundabouts. Oh, I never should be that. Okay, okay. So that's Shem- forklift races. Yeah, that's that as well. So that's Shemu. Okay, so now Silent Hill 2. So you said Silent Hill 1, we should play. So yeah. is Silent Hill 2, you said, is the best of the two? What about PT? I mean, PT. I mean that. I mean, it's a trailer. It's, a, it's essentially a play. Well, that's what it's called. Playable teaser, playable trailer. It is not. It's not a game in its own. And technically, it's not Silent Hill. 
technically. Mm. Uh, it was a trailer for Silent Hills, which never came to be. It's its own thing. Um, but I, and, and I've never played it because I, I didn't I didn't have a PS4 when it came out. And then they removed it from listing and I've never mm. been able to get it. I've so I've, never I've seen people play it. Huh? I've got a PS4 with it on. I will be coming to your soon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, one is one is fantastic and, and set the standard, but two ran with it. Of course, there's three, there's four, and then there's a bunch of other games of, as well. Three is also up there as, as a great Silent Hill game. Four is an underrated masterpiece, uh, but two is the one that everybody thinks of, and it's the one I think of when I think of Silent Hill, just because it is an incredible game. And it's obviously a good one because it's the one that they're remaking. They're not starting with one, they're going straight to two. Mm. Uh, and there's a reason for that. It's just that the story is incredible. Um, it relies more on the character rather than... So one and three are very much about the town. Um, it's all about the town, whereas two is about James as a character and delving into his psyche. And I think it makes that even better than the than one and three are for that. Hmm. Alex, have you ever played this game? No. No. Hmm. Hmm. Any questions on this? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Lewis, any questions? Have you ever played Silent Hill 1 or 2? No. Any Any questions? Maybe. Okay, okay. Um, like I don't... I'm... Has it been remastered? It's kind of one I want to play, but I feel it going Silent... back... It's the one that's um, getting done just now by Blueber yeah. Team, isn't it? Is it? Blueber Team, yeah. So it should be coming out later this year, I believe. Um, it is playable, and I think you. Uh, I don't know. I, so it was on the original Xbox, so I'm not sure if it's backwards compatible or not. I'm guessing probably not. Um, but there so are multiple ways to play it. Hmm? Yeah, it's one of these ones that I don't know if it's because I get like Resident Evil stuck on my. Yeah, I kind of I have tank controls in my head, even though I don't know if it has that and. It's kind of one I'd want to play like a remastered version of first, and then if I felt need to go back and play the original. Yeah. Um. It looks it looks really good, and like it's it's another Kojima game, right? No. Um. Silent Hills was going to be a Kojima game. Uh, Silent uh, Hill Two okay. is not. Um. None none of the original Silent Hill games were were Kojima. Um. But the one person who's the same throughout is the is the um. Uh, the composer, who's Akira Amioka. Uh, so even um, if you don't play the games, I would listen to the soundtracks. Three and four I like better for some reason, but two has some amazing music and one, two, one as well. I mean, they're all great soundtracks. If you're going to listen to any of the soundtracks, listen to three. It is the best one. Um, but they're, I mean, they're all good. Just listen to them all. Just put them on repeat, especially if you really want to be in a really shitty, depressed mood because they re- <laughs> just really gets right in your head. Yeah, aggressive depression aggressive yeah Yeah, industrial industrial noise half of the soundtrack is but then there's some very nice melodic guitar uh riffs and and songs and from three onwards they have a singer as well so there are there are actual uh songs with lyrics in by by english lyrics it's not japanese so you can understand what they're saying and they're very very good okay i've heard enough alex silent hill 2 or shenmue Mm, I think Shenmue for me. Shenmue, okay. Lewis, Silent Hill 2, Shenmue. On the strength of stacking those sweet, sweet palettes, <laughs> I've got to say Shenmue. Yeah. Okay. 
Andrew. And what the game is, like I agreed completely with everything you said, Andrew. Um, other games all that Oshia move quite a lot, and you know, making them look so good. Mm. Uh, okay. Sonic Sean in the chat also agreed with everything Andrew said about it being pivotal in video yeah. game history. In Sonic Sean, okay. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it interesting, just because I want Andrew to have to pick between the two <laughs> kids. So I'm gonna go with uh, Silent Hill Two. And Andrew, now you've got the definitive choice. Yours is, if you decide to go with Silent Hill 2, that will go in. You have the overwhelming majority. Okay. Uh, or alternatively, if you want to put Shenmue in there. One has to go in the bin, one's going into the vault. What's it going to be? I was hoping for a second that if it was a tie, they'd both go in. Um, that's so that's a shame. Are. We need something in Damn the bin. It. We need to feed the bin. Feed the bin. Yeah. Feed the bin. I mean... It would be it would be probably remiss of me not to put a Dreamcast game into the vault. I have a feeling that there won't be many going in. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I think that's probably where I'm gonna go, so I'm gonna say Shenmue. Okay, let's have clicks for Shenmue. It's in the vault, guys. It's in the vault. What did Ethan pick? Ethan picked Breath of the Wild. So we've got Breath of the Wild and we've got Shenmue in the vault now. Okay, so film of choice, what's going in the vault? Oh, go on, Alex, you go first. I'm just going to say, well, it, it, it might come up in the next chat, but just mentioning Ethan, he has said in the chat, ask him about the Silent Hill film. What about the Silent Hill film? That's a horrible film. Which one? There are two, So the and there's a third one coming out. So the first Silent Hill film is brilliant. It's not it's not like the best film ever, but it's a really solid adaptation of a video game. Like before The Last of Us came out, it was probably up there with uh, with the best of the adaptations for video games. Silent have... Hill Revelations, which was the sequel, is absolute dog shit. Please do not watch it. Which one was which was the one that actually had Pyramid Head in it? Was that the first? I think they both have Pyramid Head in it. Did they? Basically okay. Pyramid Head has now become synonymous with Silent Hill, even though he's very specific to two. Um, but because he's so iconic, they just put plonk him in everything. Um, but yeah, to, Revelation has Kit Harrington in before he went into Game of Thrones, and he is not good. I'm surprised he got hired for Game of Thrones if they saw that first. Um, but yeah, it's uh, watch the first one, don't watch the second, and keep an eye on the third one, because the third one looks like it might be interesting. Watch the first one, don't watch the second, listen to the third, play the second one. Uh, <laughs> none of them are to do with Kojima. Listen to the third soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so film of choice. You've what? What? Sorry, what was that? Did you pick the Silent Hill film? No, 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 no. You I'm just not asked the question. Silent Silent Hill. Hill. No, sorry, confused the light. <laughs> Kit Harrington's going in there. What's up? What, we went, what we went off on a tangent there. Um, I was torn. So one of my, my probably my favorite director is Luc Besson, um, and two of his films are my favorites. I would have to pick one. I was torn. I was gonna pick The Fifth Element. Because I love the Fifth mm. Element, I think that's one of the quintessential sci-fi films. Amazing Just brilliant, film. yeah, absolutely fantastic. However, I, and I, I quite often quote this is my favourite film of all time, and it still is. Uh, is Leon? Okay. Leon is an absolutely incredible film. I can watch that multiple times. It's so layered. There's so much depth. It's so interesting. Gary Oldman is incredible in it. Um, as is Natalie Portman and Jean Reno. I mean, the whole cast is just fantastic in that film. Um, it is just, it is, it's a surprising film. It's like a, a crime film, a bit of a gangster film, um, and then layered with a romance between a grown man and a 12-year-old child. Um, but, but it's done in such a way that it's something like... Something for all. Yeah, something for everybody, <laughs> especially Smark. Um, but there's... Uh, there's <laughs> There is, uh, it's it's weird because 
although there is that going on, it, there's also this innocence about it, and the way it ends is is really beautiful. So uh, hor- horrific, but beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say Leon. I think I could just watch that over and over. I think it's a fantastic film. Hmm. Shame about Bruce Willis as well. He's not well, is he? It, he it is that where he was in yeah the uh, he's in the Fifth Element, but yeah, that's that is a shame. Yeah, shame. Okay, so we've got Leon in there. Uh, snack of choice. Any snack? What are you putting? So I think I so I'm just thinking because when I think of snack, I'm like, okay, it's something that I need to be able to eat while I'm watching a film or playing a game. And I was going to choose jam donuts, but I realised that would just be too <laughs> sticky for like if I had a controller in my hand, that's just not going to happen. And you can't really play and eat a donut at the same time. So I well, think... speak for yourself, sunshine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can be, it can definitely be done. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it could be. Um, you just eat it like a I duck. Just... <laughs> that's just how i'm going to imagine you eating from now on that's just what you do i eat like theresa may laughs, <laughs> um, do you also eat well running through a field of wheat maybe <laughs> whatever if i'm hungry you can't yeah. yeah um but my snack of choice speaking of fields of wheat uh is uh chili heat wave doritos oh good choice i like it yeah, I love how you great. dodge it's... jam donuts, but somehow you're not going to get chili heat wave all over your. Con- yeah, but you can I just pick them up be between two fingers. Like you don't have to. You're not, not going to grab like a handful of them, and shovel them in, are you? You could just yeah, pick one yeah. at a time. <laughs> Who are you like... speaking to? <laughs> oh, that's true. Sorry. It just leaves um... that dust on your fingers, and then you. Oh no, no, no. Well, yeah. it's well, it's that all sugar, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> strap it to your face. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, the, the best ones are when you get that bag that has like loads of the coating on all of the chips. Because you can get you can get sometimes the bags and the yeah, coating isn't yeah. really there, or it's gone to the bottom and it's not really on the chips. But sometimes you get it and it's really in there on the chip, and it's just oh, so good, so good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Or you get a little bit of powder on the bottom of the bag. He just turns like a little crack addict, like a little pig snuffling for truffles. Like, <laughs> he's, he's snorting, like snorting the, the chili the Doritos dust off the bottom. <laughs> Seeing into another dimension. Uh, I could see Sparrow the Dragon. Okay, so we've got Chili Heat Wave Doritos. Uh, drink of choice? Uh, you'll approve of this one, Dan. Uh, Pepsi Max Cherry. They're going to say, you'll approve oh, of this one, Dan. Geez. Fat bastard. Jesus. Yeah, Pepsi Max Cherry is the one of yes, all of the Pepsi is. Max. Yeah, uh, cinematic universe. Yeah. To be fair, you had that on Soda Stream, didn't you, Alex? Yes, I do. Nice. Lewis, not impressed. Anything with cherry goes straight in the bin. Doctor Pepper in the bin. <sighs> Lewis, oh at God. least send it to me. Like, don't just put it in the bin. <laughs> send it to you. Or package of the bin up. <laughs> you, sure. you obviously weren't. You weren't a fan of My Baby Organ when you were a child either. My baby organ, you oh, yeah. make oh, yeah. it organ. Mm. She loves cherries in the mm, jar. Smells like cherries. Mm, smells <laughs> like cherries. My cat's yeah. called Cherry as well. You absolute f- filth. Well, that's one of the main reasons why I don't like it because of your cat. Yeah, <laughs> what a bell end. Uh, okay, so we've got we've got Shenmu in the vault. Andrew sat there in his little chair, uh, eating his chili heat wave, not getting it on the controller. He's wearing gloves or something. Um, drinking Pepsi Max Cherry. Now we need to know what your wild card is. Anything you can put in the vault with you at all. There was a part of me to start with that was like, can I just take Silent Hill as my wild card? <laughs> if you want to take that as your wild card. That's not allowed. You <laughs> found it. Yeah, kind of cheating. Um, <laughs> um, 
No, I will. I'll, I'll abide by the rules of the game. Silent Hill Two is in the bin, unfortunately. But I would probably, I'd my wild card would probably be the play date. Okay, take the play date with you. Nice. Okay. So there we go. That's uh, that's your episode of the vault, doesn't it? Are you happy with your answers? So you've got Shenmue. You've got your Leon film playing on the telly when you're in between gaming sessions. You're playing on your play date. You're eating your chili heat wave and you're drinking your Pepsi Max cherry. That's not yeah, bad. I that's, think that's all right. Yeah. So you're locked in the vault for night with that stuff. That's pretty decent. Yeah, I think that's all right. I'd have a, I'd have a pretty good night. I mean, I'd be very malnourished, uh, but, but <laughs> we'd have it. a good time nonetheless. Didn't see how big the bag was. Could be a big bag. You never know. But I again. mean, e- even if it's a giant bag, there is not that much nourishment in a bag of chili heat wave Doritos. <laughs> Isn't it? I didn't. I didn't know that. That's my problem <laughs> after all this time. <laughs> okay, so that's the vault. Clicks for Andrew, please, chaps. Clicks for Andrew. Well, thank you. Well done. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was the fun part. Andrew, are you ready to speed run? Oh, yeah, really. speed run. Speed run. Oh, welcome to Speedrun, the internet famous gaming quiz challenge. In this high speed segment, our guest has 90 seconds to answer as many questions as he can on his chosen gaming subject, and they can choose anything they want. Armor from Elden Ring, the breeds of Nintendogs. Speedrun is the mastermind of gaming trivia. Uh, As Andrew is going to race against the clock... His scores will then be tallied and added to the TCP leaderboard, where the highest scoring will be immortalised as true gaming masters. Andrew, welcome to Speedrun. Thank you, thank no, you very much. No pressure, no pressure. Welcome to the welcome to the Lions Den. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, what have you picked as your subject, please? Your chosen subject. I, I kind of wish I hadn't chosen it now. Um, because I failed miserably in a, pre- a prior quiz when this topic came up uh, to my shame, uh, but I have once again to try and uh, to try and redeem myself. I have chosen Dreamcast. Oh, he's trying to redeem himself with the Dreamcast. It's going to be very fun. Oh, Lewis, do you think he's going to do well? Uh, uh, I think you'll do well. I've got your I've got your back, man. Thanks. At least somebody does. I don't even have my own back, so that's good. <laughs> Alex doesn't look confident. You think he's going to fluff if, it? If, if the if the last time's anything to go by, then I think this could be a shit show. So, uh, how many did <laughs> Ethan get last time? Alex, you're the official score master that I didn't tell needed to know this information. But I think he, I think he got. Did he get five? But then we gave him two extra, and he got seven because we only gave him sixty seconds, and we decided that ninety was better. You just better. reminded me that I haven't set my countdown to be ninety seconds on here, so I'll change that. But yeah, that's fine. That is correct. So he's on seven. So we aggregated seven for him. So we've got seven to beat in ninety seconds, Andrew. I already know I'm not going to do that, but let's let's try anyway. <laughs> he's so defeatist. Come on, you can do it. Uh, so Chat GPT has helped me out with as many questions as possible. I think I've got about thirty. So. <laughs> You got plenty. <laughs> Shut up, Lewis. Um, honestly, ChatGPT is just fucking helping me out with a lot of stuff at the moment. Um, okay, so I'm going to start the clock in a second, and I'm going to start 30 seconds on my timer, and then shift it over to the 60 seconds on the timer in front of us. Uh, Alex, are you okay to keep score as we go through? Get those digits ready, please, and let's speed run and Andrew you don't have to wait for me to finish the question to answer okay. that's why you can just fire off just like mastermind 
Saved down sure. if you have watched it, but yeah, okay. Deep breath. Let's speed run. What was the internal code name for the Dreamcast console during its development? Katana. What was the original release date of the Dreamcast console in Japan? Oh, uh, the, the 28th of November, 1998? Mm, 27th, I'll give you it. What, na- what was the name of the controller for the Dreamcast, which featured, featured a built-in LCD screen? Uh, the VMU, visual memory unit. What was the maximum resolution output of the Dreamcast console? Uh, oh, 640 by 480? Yeah. What was the name of the Dreamcast online service, which was the first of its kind? Dream for... Arena. No. Sega Net? Not allowing it. Which Dreamcast game was the first to supply online multiplayer? Uh, Chichi Rocket. What was the name of the Dreamcast web browser, which is the first to be included with the home console? Uh, Dream Arena? Nope. What was the name of the Dreamcast game that was developed by Smilebit and featured a unique art style and gameplay mechanic? Jersey Radio. No. What was the name of this company that Sega partnered with uh, to develop the modern accessory for the Dreamcast, and what was their role in its development? Uh, pass? Uh, I said modern. It was meant to be modem. I'll give you that one. It was gothic. What was the name of the Dreamcast internal clock uh, and calendar system that allowed games to have real-time events? Uh, pass. Which Dreamcast game was developed by Sega's AM Annex team and featured a unique gameplay mechanic where the player controlled a character who would transform into, transform into different animals? Pass. Blue Stinger. What was the ne- name of the final game released for the Dreamcast console? Final game? Uh, depends. Carouse? Yes. What was the name of the online service? That is time. Ugh. I've started, so I'll finish. What was the name of the game development studio that created the third-party launch title, Power Stone, for the Dreamcast? Uh, it was just Capcom, wasn't it? It was Capcom. Cool. There we go. Seven. But the second one, Dan, you said you'd give him it. Alex did not... Oh, do we no. or don't we? So you said no, November twenty eighth. It was yeah. To, to be fair, you're right. I don't know November twenty seventh. I mean, it was it was a day off, but bear, bear in mind this was what uh, thirty years ago. <laughs> so, but it's ba- it's, it's, it's binary. It's a one or a zero. Like I, no, it's I, wrong. Also, you didn't finish one of the questions, but I said Dream Arena, and it was Saganet. But did it specify if it was American or UK? Because they they all had different names. It was Drycast, Saganet, and Dream Arena. What was the name of the Dreamcast online service, which was the first of its kind for home consoles, was the question. Yeah, so Saganet. it depends on... That didn't specify the area. So it, in America, it was Saganet. In Europe, it was Dream Arena. And in Japan, it was Drycast. Okay, so I'll ask you one more question randomly. And if you get it right, we'll give you an extra one. But... Because you've been a dick about it. We're only going to give you... We're not giving you November 27th now. Uh, <laughs> okay, sure. So you're on seven to take you to yeah. the top of the leaderboard. If, if we're going to be really... If we really want to be a dick about it, we take that back down to six because we give him a point <laughs> for the question that you got wrong. Um, and we ask him two questions and then he's got the potential... Okay, get two eight. questions. I, I can, I can facilitate that. You didn't get it wrong. You just We gave you a point for nothing because the dad asked the question the... wrong. The one about the modem. Come on, chaps. Oh, okay, okay right. ready? Sure. Here we go. Sex and we've got two questions to ask. Let's what was the name of the unreleased Dreamcast game that was a collaboration between Sega and Microsoft and was set to feature online multiplayer between Dreamcast and PC players? Uh, oh, my God. Um... Duh. 
PC players um, un and unreleased. Why do I not know this? The only thing I can think of is Propeller Arena, and I don't think that's right. Ooh, Project X. Yeah, different. No. There we go. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the company that developed the GD-ROM format for the Dreamcast game? Yamaha. Discs? There we go, Yamaha. Back to seven. So what was the benefit of the GD-ROM? What was the benefit of a GD-ROM? What was the benefit of GD-ROM? Yeah. It was a gigabyte in size, so it was larger than a usual disc. There we go. And faster data transfer rates as well, apparently. Mm -hmm. That's actually really interesting. It's funny how you always get offshoots of like... So there was like obviously mini-disc, then you had like GD-ROM, and then it was yeah, X, Y, and Z. It's quite cool. Yeah. But I mean, the reason they made GD-ROM essentially was they wanted to stop piracy. However, people realized they could just burn um, <laughs> games to CD, and it was the same thing. So. <laughs> what, was the, what was the thing that... Um, Xbox had because obviously Blu-ray came out and Xbox had HD Xbox DVD. DVD. HD DVD, wasn't it? HD DVD was the one that yeah was supposed to compete with. I have a HD DVD player. I bought sure. one. I, I I love I love dead media formats. I think they're amazing. I really want a, I really want a laser disc player. <laughs> Just to take the heat off me, then Alex. So how many did Andrew get right, please? Seven. Seven. So he's now harsh. joint top of. I think that is harsh. In the I hearts and minds of. If I was to audit this, you'd be lucky to get. Seven, <laughs> you should. You should but... ask. Ask the audience. Ask the audience to see how they how they feel about yeah. it. Audience, ask how do you feel about the it? People who, yeah, the people who Andrew didn't count as an entire person in themselves. How do you feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> Generic You're audience. What are you giving? Seven or eight. How do, you, how do you feel? Dragging things up. How dare you? <laughs> I like it. That's fantastic. I'm not budging. He's not. You know what? Seven and a half. Nope. No. No. <laughs> Fucking hell, you're I should, you. I should get a half for knowing it was November 1998, even if I got the day one day off. Nope. I think it's fair. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Unwavering. Right, we're going to take this uh, debate onto the WhatsApp group. If you like... Set at heart. You fucking ruined my outro. Uh... Bellend. <sighs> <laughs> Again. Ethan said, give him it. He did better than me under the time limit. And then Sonic Sean 34 said, give Andrew points. No. Nope. <laughs> Ooh, Alex is on the right. right. It's taking it to watch trap. We're putting a, uh, we're going to put a, uh, a poll because Andrew loves a poll over in, I do um, love a poll. hold on. I meant that as in like a genuinely not, there was no euphemism involved. <laughs> I mean, both ways work. It's fine. <laughs> Can't win, can we? Uh, thank you for listening to our inane ramblings this week. It was inane then. If you're a regular listener and fancy getting a bit more involved with our fellow players, our social links are pretty simple and easy to remember. YouTube.com slash the crossplayers. Twitter.com, Lewis, slash the crossplayers. Thank you, mate. Alex, Patreon.com slash the crossplayers. And if you like our Discord, or you like the idea of Discord, go to thecrossplayers.com slash... Come on, Andrew, you can get that. Discord? Yeah, well, fucking there we go. That's fine. He's a pro. He's a pro, isn't he? Uh, Andrew, it's been a pleasure. Where can we find all of your work and things, please? Uh, you can find me uh, at oddman 84 on Twitter. Anything work-related, it's at Lost in Cult, uh, or go to lostincult.co.uk. Lots of amazing things going on. And I didn't mention earlier, but we just announced a new video game-related trivia card game Ooh. called Do You Know Gaming, which we're doing with the guys at Did You Know Gaming, uh, who are big oh, YouTube. Oh, you're not picking on them. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. I, I, I will assure you, I am not creating the questions for this game. Chat that GPT is all. Did you know gaming? They know gaming. I do. Do not blatantly know gaming. Um, so yeah, but that should be fun. Look out for that. That should be coming later this year. Wonderful, Alex. Did you have a fun time? I did. Oh, that's nice. You look really happy then. And you got Rivendell in the back as well. It's all built. Mm. It is. It's all done. It's a lovely build. Kind of sad it's finished. Go and have a little look on Twitter for the pictures of that because it's stunning. And Lewis, you're just stunning anyway, aren't you? Thanks. I'm just very Thank happy you. you're back. I'm happy you're here. I love you. That's been a month or so. I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. Feels like a while. Feels like a while. Strapping face, such a handsome. Anyway, if you like what we do, like we said, go on to all those things. And special thanks to our patron producers, Ethan Hunt, Steve Sticky Simpson, Nate Ellingsworth, Carl Hughes, Sean Hughes, Jason Frost, Sarah Perbrick, Rebecca Rudgenrath, Luke Scooper, Kevin Scully. Uh, I said Luke Scooper. Sorry, Luke. Luke Cooper, <laughs> Kevin Scully, Mark Hammond, and Storm. Andrew, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, and well done on uh, your vault inclusions and also doing yourself proud on speedrun as well. Thank you very much for having me, and I was very pleased with the speedrun, to be honest. Let's see if I get that half a point, because then I can... Up to Alex. Up to Alex. Skip ahead of of Ewan. Not Ewan. Ethan. (laughs) 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 Ewan? Definitely not getting it, though. (laughs) There's one break you've lost. Half a person, as they'd always need. Ethan McGregor <laughs> in the chat. He's going to be very disappointed. Uh, okay, goodbye. Have a wonderful time. Bye. 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 Cheerio. Cheerio. Kept you waiting, huh?